All right, Jeff, so we were on a break, but we're coming off the break when news like this breaks in our own backyard. Uh, Cody Stogner has been named the head football coach of the Picayune Maroon Tide. So uh, we'll jump in and do this special episode tonight. We'll have Cody Stogner, of course, joining us by phone for our first interview. And then we'll have newly named uh, head baseball coach Evan Nicholson here for the Picayune Maroon Tide following up after Cody. So, Jeff, good to be sitting across from you again, man, and uh, doing this special episode. Yep, uh, brought us out of a semi-break here and uh, to get this special episode on the uh, underway, and I think we actually have the, uh, the first guest on the line, Clay. Yep, Cody's on the phone. Cody, man, thanks for uh, taking time for us. The newly named head football coach of the Picayune Maroon Tide. How does that sound, Cody? Oh, man, it sounds good. I, you know, words can't describe it really at this moment right now. Awesome, man. And Jeff and I certainly congratulate uh, you. And uh, you've been so good to the podcast. It's good to see uh, good things happen to good people. So congratulations. And uh, just kind of if you would, Cody, for our listeners, you've been on with us so much. But I know there's some listeners from around the state and Believe it or not, Cody, people actually listen to this program. <laughs> and so, and not all of them are super local. So we talk to you like we've known you our whole life because we have. But kind of give our listeners some of your background, Cody, and uh, how we got to this point, if you would. I mean, uh, we know that you were a player both baseball and football-wise at Picayune, won a state title uh, for the Picayune Maroon Tide on the baseball field. But give our listeners your history after that, if you would. Well, um, like you said, I, I graduated from uh, Pitching Memorial High School in 2002. Uh, from there, I went on to uh, Southwest Pacific Community College. I uh, I went there on a football and baseball scholarship. I played I played both actually my freshman year. Um, you know, I, I I got into baseball season and and uh, I played probably about ten games and it started to get too hard. I just wasn't, you know the best athlete capable of doing two sports in college. I didn't realize how hard it was going to be, and it was hard. So, you know, I, I, I parted ways with uh, my love for baseball at that moment and uh, continued on with football. And, and uh, like I said, I played two seasons at Southwest, uh, and uh, I was fortunate enough and, and, uh, to get a scholarship to Nickel State University. Uh, <clears throat> played two years there. Um, uh, my senior year was very memorable there. We won, won the first-ever Southland Conference Championship. Uh, we set numerous records, uh, you know, played with a bunch of great athletes and, and guys who are still my friends to, to this day. And, uh, we stay in contact still. And, uh, you know, I was, I was able to, uh, to, uh, garner a couple of accolades there. I was all American, all conference. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't like to really just take claim of all those because I played offensive line when you're offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, all those guys are real special to me still to this day. And, uh, and I, you know, for so once I got done playing, I was, I was actually, you know, I was just thinking about this the other day, play that, uh, you know, I look back in my college playing career, I was, I, I was fortunate enough and blessed to have played and started in uh, just a little over forty ball games uh, in college football. So, you know, I didn't even realize that until until I asked the other day, and it kind of mesmerized me a little bit to think about it like that. And, uh, and then, you know, once I started playing, I uh, I still had a year left in school to catch up on some things, uh, just transferring from one state to another. So I stayed on as a TA uh, for Nichols. Uh, learned a lot, you know, outside of playing. I learned a lot from from the inside part of it with the coaches and doing the meetings and 
And uh, upon graduation, uh, you know, I was going to Coach Lee, and he had offered me a job to come back to Houston. And from there, I started in 2007, uh, August of 2007, and I started out as a defensive end coach, coached the offense for the ninth grade. But, you know, for the past 13 years, I've been an assistant coach uh, under Coach Lee. Uh, I, uh, two seasons ago, uh, you know, I got promoted to uh, being an offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. And, uh, that's how I got to this point right now, and man, it's been it's crazy to think back about all the great men that I've you know that's coached me, and guys I've worked with and worked under, and all the mentors I have, and you know, and it all kind of built up and and and, and it's bottled up into like this big old like just bag of emotions because those guys have all been a big part of where I'm at now. Cody, you mentioned being on the staff prior to being named head coach. Kind of walk us through. Uh, the process. I'm not sure with 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 this position, with you being on staff, if uh, if Picune could have just named you that. But I know that uh, that they did put a kit, committee together and and go through uh, the interviewing process. Kind of walk us through that. And um, of course, you've laid out your resume uh, there. But um, kind of what you told that committee about maybe your vision, passion for this program that won them over. Well, first and foremost. Uh Every person that interviewed for this job is, was very capable of getting it. You know, I was just fortunate enough uh, that that I was chosen. But you know, every all uh, the rest of those guys are great coaches, great men. Uh, a lot of them I consider dear friends of mine. Uh, but you know, uh, nothing's broke. You know, hmm. picking football has been picking football for the last twenty four years since Coach Lee got here. Uh, he's the one who fixed it. So there's nothing for us to really fix. We're just going to continue to make sure all the parts are still moving and greased up and ready to go. Uh, you know, it's the 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 the, the recipe for for success is here. Uh, you know, uh, you know we're going to you know we're going to sprinkle in a few different ingredients here and there just to just to kind of put my stamp on things and and uh, but you don't want to go in and, and uh, tear down a house that that's firmly built and been there for a long time you know you might just go in and retain a few walls mm-hmm. or something but there's there's i mean the the type of football that's been played here is, is the mentality of the type of town we are you know we're, we're blue collared and a lot of hard workers and just down there are great people and so we we look to continue on uh down that path once again we're joined by the newly hired head football coach for the Picky Maroon Tide, Coach Cody Stogner. And, Cody, you got into a little bit there about my question. You were talk- talking about the house uh, that's already built there at Picune. But how important – you've been on the staff, as you mentioned, for, you know, 12 going on 13 years as an assistant. But how is it important to kind of put your fingerprint as the head coach now on this team, incorporating some old things but also bringing some of your ideas into this uh, football team as a whole? And that's starting with the seventh graders all the way up to the seniors. Well, I mean, you guys have, you know, seen many of games and called many games – the game is changing constantly, uh, so you know we're going to make sure we're doing what we can do to uh, to you know to keep up with the Joneses, and uh, so we're we're going to be anything you know myself included along with the staff. We're going to be constantly learning, constantly learning new things and trying new things. So you know we want to make sure we're we're as innovative as possible, but also doing the things that we know that's going to be successful. Um, <clears throat> you know, going starting out from the seventh grade on up, I believe it's I strongly believe that. In order to have a great program, you need to have a great 
junior high program and and, and working his way up and 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 just from this past season, I was able to see a lot of good things that even below junior high program with these the these new uh, Pee Wee football teams we have around town. Uh, I see a lot of great things with a lot of the volunteer staff and coaches are doing with these kids and teaching them the game. So, you know, that, it, it all starts from, from there. We build the foundation. And, and uh, you know, we got to stay on our toes. We got to make sure, like, you know, kids' personalities change all the time. We got to make sure we bolt to their personality and, and, and uh, you know, just make sure we're all on the right page and make sure every one of us, including myself, is giving the best effort we can uh, to make sure we're successful. Cody, you've mentioned uh, the success that this Picune program has had, certainly under uh, Coach Lee, and no no different this past year. Uh, a great run to the state title ball game, just one loss this past season. Um, a, a really good group that you were coaching there. And coming in, you're coming into a kind of a different uh, setup. Uh, Coach Lee um, getting out and now going to be over at uh, Pearl River Community uh, College, but You've mentioned it's not broke. A lot of pressure kind of comes with trying to uh, continue that. And then also with him leaving and bringing uh, two staff members with him, you've kind of got to reload staff-wise. So some uh, some different variables there. Um, what's the plan, Cody, staff-wise? And then um, I, I don't know that there is a plan for expectations, but just speak to us about kind of reloading on the staff. Well, I mean – you know the the, the the guys that you know it's hard to replace the guys that have moved on to better themselves uh, and their families and you know I'm I'm so so happy and so proud for them because you know they're doing what they set out to do and uh, just you know staff wise it's, you know I'm you know I'm sitting down I'm lucky enough to have a uh, pretty good network of uh, of guys I know that are in the state coaching uh, there's a lot that goes into it you know of course. You know, teaching positions and uh, teaching slots and availability, and uh, just working toward on that. So I'm in the process of, uh, you know, working to working with administration to, uh, you know, figure out those 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 roles that we're going to need to fill, and, and uh, you know, and talking with the, the people I know, and just making sure we get the right people that, that fit in with uh, with with myself and our current staff, and. And you know it's it's not something we can do overnight. It's going to take a little time, but you know we're already we're already on in the process of working towards filling those spots. And you know it's going to be hard to replace the ones we lost there, filling. And uh, you know love those guys to death, but we you know we we got to move on and, and make sure we can uh, get the right fit to to provide our student athletes with you know the best possible. Cody, how much did it help you? And you can help me with this timeline a little bit. I know Coach Lee left like. Uh, the the teaching side or the being on campus every day side uh, to just take on football. I'm not sure how many years ago that was, but how much did that uh, maybe help you and prepare and and be more hands on and help you uh, prep for for this opportunity? Man, I mean, you know, you wouldn't think that Coach Lee was going to the school. You see him all the time, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But he's taught he's taught he's taught the so much. I've had plenty of talks with him, uh, one-on-one, uh, and also he's talking to all of us down as the staff. And, you know, the knowledge the, this man has for the game of football, you know, it's not just exercise with him. There's so much more stuff that goes into just saying, okay, we're going to do this for practice, we're going to do this for a game. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. That, and, you know, I think he did a great job of explaining that to all of us. 
know, and uh, just giving us like you know, you know, the things he's done in the past, and, and of course we all sit there, we listen with you know, you know, open minds and with wide eyes because uh, I mean he's been successful, and so you want to learn from successful people, and so I feel like you know we've been blessed to have that opportunity to be around him and listen to him, listen to those thoughts. Once again, we're visiting with uh, Picky and Maroon Tide head football coach Cody Stogner here on the pit lane oil change hotline. And, Cody, uh, <clears throat> you were talking about how you was assistant uh, under Coach Lee under the staff, but you also had the, the head hat on for the baseball as well uh, after uh, head coach Kane Stockstill uh, left the school and, and went uh, a, a separate route. Uh, you took over – that that position now, but now you're stepping from baseball to and putting on the head hat for football. How much is your eyes going to be on the diamond? Uh, maybe kind of helping out a little bit with the newly hired head baseball coach, or just keeping an interest still uh, over there on uh, on Airport Road with the with the uh, baseball. Well, um, you know, those guys are in those, those guys are in great hands. They're in the bipolar yesterday. Uh, they're in the best hands in the state. You know with uh, Coach Nicholson and Coach Esslinger. And there's not a doubt in my mind that those guys are going to do whatever they can to the best of their ability to make sure those those players are, are, are prepared. Uh, I'm super excited. Uh, i talked to Tabitha. You know, we, we've already done stuff. We're going to make it as many times as we can, you know, mm-hmm. do every game we can, home and away. So, we all, you know, we're all, I'm not going to have as much capacity as coaching, but I'm definitely going to be there to support them. Uh because, you know, they're still part of my family, there's, there's all, all those guys out there, coaches included. You know, and I'm really excited for their season. Uh, and, I, you know, I expect big things for them just like they expect big things for them. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that I've coached a lot of those guys, you know, a lot of grow up, little, you know, little five-foot-nubbins, and now we've got a couple, couple of giants that are playing out there. And, you know, I, I love those guys, and I'm excited about just being there, being and being the biggest fan supporting them. Cody, Jeff mentions baseball there. That's an excellent question. I'll kind of piggyback off that. When I when I think of you, I, of course, think football, but I can't help but think of that special state championship season that you enjoyed as a, a baseball player for Picune. And, and you played under a guy and Coach Kent Kirkland who was a great manager of time, of details, of practice. And so – We've talked about your time under Coach Lee, your time under uh, Coach Kent Kirkland and what uh, what you may have learned from him, what you may have picked up. And, of course, when you have a, a special season like that, uh, those memories kind of, I'm sure, are still stamped uh, pretty strong on you. So just kind of speak to what uh, you learned from Coach Kirkland and through that experience years ago. Well, I mean, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I, I have – mentors all over the place and coach Kirkland is right up there you know in the tops of them and you know just part the talks I've had with him the stuff I've learned from him uh you know it's it's unspeakable because the lessons I mean the, the man is, he knew he won a lot of baseball games when he coached the picky so it's the same thing with coach Lee you know you want to learn and from the people who are successful if you want to be successful and so you know, he, uh, we were just talking the other day. I've always, I, I, I talk with Coach Kirkland every day, and we always have some kind of different conversations. You know, sometimes it's about athletics, sometimes it's just, you know, off the wall what we've seen on TV. But, you know, I consider him, you know, a, a, a really good friend of mine. And, and, uh, he's also, I mean, of course, he is, is, is my boss, but, you know, he's been a big part of my life, just like all of my other coaches I've had. 
Cody, man, we appreciate the time you've given us as the podcast through the years, and uh, we appreciate you tonight. We know you're busy and a bunch of people reaching out to you. We were glad to be on your short list. So, uh, Cody, congratulations again, man, and we look forward to visiting with you. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Roll Tide. Hey, folks, if you need that special sweet treat for birthdays, anniversaries, or just because, stop by and see our friends at Katie Cake and Company. They are located at 109 West Canal Street in Pickian. Let Katie Cake and Company satisfy your sweet tooth. Shh, your scale will never have to know. Your family's health is our mission. At Highland Community Hospital and in partnership with Forest Health Systems, we are reshaping the mammography experience. We are the only facility in the region offering a 3D mammogram with the lowest patient dose of radiation, all with increased comfort and confidence. Our goal is quality care for you and your family through the compassionate application of advanced medicine. Highland Community Hospital, the best choice for your family. Joined now by newly named head baseball coach of the Picayune Maroon Tide, Evan Nicholson. And Evan, how does that intro sound, my man? <laughs> Hey, I'm still I'm still in shock a little bit. Still trying to get used to it, but uh, I can't complain about it. Congratulations, man! Uh, Jeff and I are happy for you, and we congratulate you. I appreciate that, guys. I appreciate it a lot. And thank you. We know it's been a busy day. I think you're wrapping up uh, your first, I believe, Diamond Club meeting out there. And the first thing I asked you, I said, "You're still in head coach, huh? <laughs> you made it through a meeting, right?" <laughs> hey, made it through the meeting. Everybody's still smiling, uh, but I'm I'm good, you know. Good deal, Evan. Evan, tell – I mean, our local listeners, of course, know that you were assistant uh, coach there on the staff of Cody Stogner. Cody, who we just got off the phone with and our listeners just heard him on the interview, he was the head baseball coach uh, named football coach, and so you being the lead assistant there named the head baseball coach. But people that aren't local to the Picune area, Evan, give them uh, some of your background and kind of – who you are and uh, how you got uh, to be in in this position. All right. Well, uh, born and raised Picayune. I played I played here uh, four years. Uh, I had a really good time here. Really good experience. Made a lot of good friends. Made a lot of good memories. Um, left out of here, uh, you know, with with the idea that I think I wanted to teach and coach. Uh, got the opportunity to go to Perver Community College and be a part of the baseball team there. Uh, I was no world beater, didn't get to play very much, um, but I learned a lot in the year that I was there. Um, I I left there after a year, uh, was going to Southern Miss to major in construction engineering, and I got a phone call one day from Glenn Mitchell, uh, Kane Stockstill, uh, who was a head coach for Cody, you'll know that, and uh, Asked me if I wanted to come help. Man, you know, I was in college at the time and just kind of had nothing else to do. Come out here. And, man, I fell in love with it. I fell in love, you know, with the kids, uh, being around them every day. Uh, it's fun, uh, you know. So I changed my major to special education. Uh, got my degree. started teaching. Uh, became assistant or stayed on as assistant baseball coach and you know been here for the past nine years eight eight years so so evan i know the um you said this before but just kind of tell our listeners um how excited uh the kind of emotions that have 
played through uh, since last night, just kind of how you're feeling about this opportunity? Man, I, I, I was telling you earlier, man, I, I've had a bunch of different emotions. I'll just, you know, it's such short notice. We play in a month. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I, I, I have, this is something I've worked hard for. Uh, I'm nervous about getting started. I was nervous about how the team was going to respond to a change so quickly. Uh, but we had a great practice today. They, uh, they really, uh, they really, you know, are bought into what's, what's going on. And, um, I mean, nothing, nothing's going to change much. I mean, with Cody doing football, I, I was pretty much running day-to-day operations anyways during football season. Uh, so they, they know me. I was the first face they seen, the seniors that seen when they got, came through the gate and then when they were in seventh grade. So I've been with these guys for six years. They know me. Um, you know, uh, I thought about this morning. I told my wife this morning. I thought about the people that, you know, have have really had an impact on me. Um, uh, I thought about um, – I got to give him a shout-out. I thought about Coach Breland, Coach Jim Breland. Um, he was the – I was his inclusion teacher for three years, my first couple of years teaching. And man, I tell you that that guy right there, he he just—I mean—he's so great with people. Mm-hmm. He taught me how to handle kids, how to handle people, how to handle situations. He taught me how to not take myself so seriously, mm-hmm. um, how to not take criticism so seriously. Um, he just—I just—I I thought about him this morning. Uh, I got I got kind of emotional thinking about you know him. Uh, just so many great good people, Christy Mitchell. Uh, She's 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 a gold she's golden and she's she's helped me a lot and you know just in being being a young teacher coach you know just how to handle things day to day obviously my father in law he's he's a huge influence I mean I get to talk to him every day um, if I need anything so he's won a few but, ball games huh Evan yeah 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 <laughs> pretty good track record in the win loss yeah, column yeah yeah he has and. I don't know. I just I thought about all them people, Cody, Kane, um, just just people in my life. That, you know, even even them off. You know, mm. <laughs> people, man, you can, oh mercy. You know, we were on such a good who, track. Who, <laughs> people who who really helped me along, and I mean, so many people. I mean, I, I thought about them, and I I got kind of emotional this morning because when it kind of set in, you know. But after that, I kind of settled in, and it was it was back to work as usual, you know. Once again, we're joined by Evan Nicholson, the head baseball coach for the Picayune Maroon Tide. And, and Evan, you mentioned uh, back when uh, Coach Stogner was the head baseball coach, you know, the kids during football season, you kind of handled the more day-to-day activities anyways uh, because he had some, uh, some, some ties and some uh, duties as uh, on the football side. But now you're going to do the same thing. You said y'all play. You're about a month away from really getting into it as far as after school and, you know, getting the – the boys on the field for live action, you're still going to be the face they see when they come to the field, but now you've got that assistant coach hat off and the head coach hat on. So how are you going to, I just say, maybe handle things a little different. Uh, You get a little more administrative duties probably coming with that head coaching job. Uh, So how are things, or if any, going to be a little different there around uh, Kent Kirkland Field? Yeah, well, obviously, I mean, it's, things are going to be a little bit different. Um, but at the same time, there's not much going to change. I had a meeting with the guys today, first thing. 
uh, pretty much told them, hey, man, look, this is business as usual. We're going to show up. We're going to work every day. Um, there's some things that I, I do want to, you know, implement, obviously, but Coach Steiner did a great job of, you know, laying a foundation. And there's there's such a tradition here for the past 20 years, 25 years, you don't have to really do much to, you know, uh, you don't have to change much. Uh, maybe implement, you know, things of, that you believe in, in different styles. But I told the guys today, I was like, man, I, I, hey, I'm not going to be a Hitler. <laughs> I'm not coming out here beating my chest. Um, I'm still the same guy. There's just, I, I may hold you a little accountable a little bit more. Um, that's just my role. Uh, but um, I told them, you know, to expect to come to work every single day. Uh, so, I mean, they responded well. We had a great practice. So, um I mean, I think I think. I mean, it's going to be different. It's different for me. Just for example, being out here for the Diamond Club meeting tonight—that's stuff I usually don't have to do. Um, you know, uh, handling different things like day to day. But as far as on the field stuff, I mean, I feel like the kids—you know—they respond. Me, Cody allowed me and Drew to kind of do a lot, anyways. So they're used to—you know—they're used to seeing us at practice running things. So um, I think, as far as that aspect, everything's going to be good. Evan, you, you're going into a situation, and it can be uh, looked at, I guess, two different ways, but expectations for this team are high. You've got guys coming back, I believe, four last count. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that, that are already uh, inked to play at the next level uh, that you're going to have out there in a month when you all get started game-wise. So expectations are high. This is kind of a different change to have a new baseball coach uh, this short of notice, regardless of – of the day-to-day circumstances. So uh, how much are you going to kind of lean on that senior class uh, for leadership, especially starting out uh, this season, and kind of tell us about uh, those seniors and in, in, in that talented group? Yeah, um, I, I talked to some people early, earlier today, and that's what I told them. I said, man, I know it's an odd situation, but um, I couldn't really ask for a better group for, for it to happen with. Um, like I said, I had these seniors, there's, there's 10 of them. Um, there's a chance we may have nine seniors on the field at one time. And wow. I, I mean, you know, uh, I haven't seen that since I've been here coaching or playing, you know? Um, so I, they, I've seen, I've had them kids since they were, they got here when they were in seventh grade. They know the way we want things done. They know our day-to-day routine. Um, they show up, they, they have the field set up, ready to go, um, you know. Uh, but as far as expectations, um, I mean, I don't think anybody has higher expectations than I do. Um, I think uh, we've got every piece that we need. There's some things that we've got to, you know, brush up. And, and uh, there's some attitude things I, I kind of I get concerned about sometimes that we need to, you know, continue to harp on. Um We've got a lot of kids that's had a lot of success. Keeping keeping them grounded is is, is tough at times, especially with this senior group. Um, but we've got three guys returning with a lot of innings on the mound. Drew does a great job with them. They're going to be ready to go. Um, I mean, I, I, expectations for me are, are probably as high higher than anyone else's. So. Evan, those three guys that uh, you mentioned. Uh, give us, you know, kind of give give the listeners their names. And then uh, I believe, am I right on the four guys that have already signed uh, Juco yes, and kind of uh, tell our listeners who those players are, if you would, Evan? 
Okay, so you got uh, Luke Smith and Chad Stockstill. They both signed with Mississippi Delta Community College. Um, Kay Turnage, our catcher, he's been our catcher for four years, or will be for four years. He he is signed with East Mississippi. And Logan Ledette, um, he has signed with Pro River Community College. Um, Luke, Logan, and Trey had the majority of our innings last year, and we returned all three of them. Um, they're all that they worked hard, but all three of them worked hard all fall. Um, Logan, I, I got to brag on him. He is he slimmed up, and I mean he 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 worked his tail off. Trey, with his dad, showed me a picture of him in the eighth grade. He was like a completely different human <laughs> being. Uh, he he's worked his tail off. Um, and Luke, I mean Luke's turned into you know quietly he's turned into a little leader, and um, uh, returning them three guys is huge. Um, but with that being said, too, I think, I mean, like I told Drew today, I mean, running K turners out there every single day is, uh, I mean, that's that's easy to coach. Um, he's kind of our backbone, our leader. Uh, the kids kind of go when he goes. Um, so, I mean, having that, he's played a lot of baseball. Um, he's been in football. I think that's going to carry over. Um, so, I mean, but you got other guys too that might end up going to play college ball at the next level. You got Chad Dudenheffer, mm. um, played a lot of innings. He's tough as they come, scrappy, um, plug in there. Um, Trey, Trey's got a shot to you know maybe play some baseball after high school. Uh, Braxton Hatton, Braxton Hatton's coming along. He's you know he can fly. Uh, and so um, these seniors, I mean, Jaquel, Jaquel Myers, I mean. He's played a lot of baseball. He's had a lot of innings last year. Um, so, I mean, we, we, we got the experience of uh, one, one of them, Blake Mitchell. He's hurt. Uh, he he had surgery on his meniscus in December. We're hoping to get him back. But he had a lot of big hits for us last year. So, we're, we're hoping to get him back, you know. So, I mean, but the senior leadership couldn't ask for better. They're, they're here here every day. They're ready to work. So. A lot of two-sport guys that you mentioned uh, going through that lineup. Our listeners across the state, of course, familiar with the success that Picune had on the gridiron. And uh, let's see, Dudenheffer, Myers, and Turnage. Who am I missing there that was uh, a football guy too? Uh, Mitchell. Mitchell, uh, Blake, yep. Um, and uh, Carson Connor, he's so, a junior. Yeah, that's he, pretty special. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and I mean, they, they bring something – to the table. I mean, they came. They they fit right in. Day one in football, um, and you know, they bring a good uh, good mentality and leadership from over there. So, I'm excited. Evan, uh, not to uh, kind of sour things, but that district, man, this is uh, an awfully tough uh, district football-wise. And now that we're talking baseball, it's. It, I mean, this district is really. Uh, competitive Coach Walter and the job that he does there at Pearl River uh, Central and then Hattiesburg, the program, the teams that they've rolled out in the past. Tell our listeners kind of what you expect uh, from this district, a, a district that's been um, in years past really strong. <laughs> well, I was telling uh, my dad today, I was like, uh, I said, uh, I feel like, Coach Hartfield from Hasburg and Coach Walters are two of the best coaches in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they they both lost a lot, but with them two guys, they're going to have a team ready to play. They're going to be 
fundamentally sound. They're going to be hard nosed. They're going to be gritty. They're going to, you know, they're going to do the little things right. Um, so, I mean, you play them two guys, you you know, you got to strap it up, and it's a war um, every day, you know, or every game. So, um, I know, kind of know what you're going to get as far as, um, you know, the style of play that they're going to play. Uh, and then I know Hattiesburg has a really good shortstop and a really good arm. Uh, the Burkett kid, he mm-hmm. shut it down there. Um, so they got them returning, and then you got with Carey, you got Treat, and uh, that well, is it. Is that end. Treat's eighth year there with Carrier? I mean, it, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, <laughs> mine's made Oh, mercy. <laughs> but, but uh, and then Long Beach got a new coach. Um, so I, I don't know much about him, but uh, I know that they have a pretty good senior class, uh, a couple really good players that have signed. So they're going to be – I mean, they're always fundamentally sound and good good players that play a lot of baseball. So it's going to be real competitive. We're looking forward to it. Evan, man, we appreciate you taking time for the podcast. And I was thinking about this last night uh, when we were messaging back and forth. I said, man, this has been a banner day for old Evan. And then the Braves <laughs> didn't re-sign Donaldson. I hope that didn't um, damper anything for your day yesterday, hey, bud. Hey, you want to know what's funny when you text me last night about this? I knew you were going to say something about that. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, said, poor Evan, you know in what? the midst of all this, I know he's thought about us trying to find a bat in the middle of the lineup somewhere in yep. his thoughts. I knew you were going to say something about it. <laughs> you know, and it, I guess couldn't even really think about it last night. Uh, well, good for you. Stuff that was going Oh, man, Evan, such a big Braves fan. And, uh, (laughs) Evan, man, we appreciate your time, bud. We look forward to visiting with you throughout the season. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate what y'all do. Thank you, Evan. All right, guys.